0: Well, there are three words I want to share with you today as we kick off this season. The first is hurt. We will all know hurt, don't we? Where you are right now, we're all going to know hurts. John sixteen thirty three tells us that in this world, we are going to have trials and tribulations. Job 14, a man born of women is a few days and full of trouble. Psalm thirty four nineteen, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But then we go into that next age. But God delivers them all. There's healing. There's healing for all of us as we face and as we begin a new season, a new place in our world, a new time for us, a new coffee with Kim Show. Hello, everyone. This is Kim Crable, and I'd like to welcome you to coffee, our fifth season. Can you believe that? And you'll remember that coffee stands for conversations of friends of faith to encourage and equip. So as we drink our liquid coffee, we are, we are inspired, I hope, and motivated by coffee, the conversations that we must have to really be able to connect and to get to know one another and to make God's word relevant and alive in each of our lives. I want to tell you, if you're just joining me for the first time, maybe, maybe I should just tell you just a little bit about myself. I can just tell you that I love Jesus. He has changed my life in a way like no other. Nothing could ever change my life. I know that because I looked for happiness in so many places, in so many stores, on too many of the cute shoes or cute outfits or hairstyles or occupations or success. I was looking for that something that would fill me up, and I found it when I truly came face to face with Jesus. And I began to realize that he loves me where I am. With, with all of my flaws With all of my brokenness That he meets me right where I am But guess what He will never leave us where he found us He's always doing incredible work And each and every one of us I Want to share Everything I know about him In every place that I can And that's why I am so thankful to have This, this platform on Up to Me Radio it is a place where I can come and I can share with you the truth that I know about God, the truth I know about His promises that lead us to our true purpose and isn't that what we're all seeking? I have, in addition to being able to use this incredible platform that that I am given by Up to me Radio and Melinda Davis. I've also poured my heart into some books into some writings that that are a path, a curriculum to healing, Burns the Blessings that many of you uh, have. We go through this program together. And I do some other things. I love to speak. I love to come to your churches and your organizations and your communities to share and to bring about a, a platform of conversation. I love to do whatever God calls me to do. Whatever he wants me to do to proclaim his goodness, you can always count this girl in. That's what I love more than anything. So that's just a little bit about me. You can go to my webpage at kimcrable.org if you'd like to know more. But today is about these three words and kicking off these three words that I began talking to you about at the beginning because I want to come back and finish that third word. And it is the basis. It is the platform of why we do coffee with Kim. We started out, I shared the hurts that we all have. I shared with you that there's also healing. God tells us that He delivers us from all these hurts and these pains. He tells us in Matthew eleven, twenty eight, Come to me, ye who are you're broken, that you that need healing, that are hurting. He says, Come to me, Jesus says, Come to me and I will I will reverse that. I will give you rest. In other words, he will, he will bring healing to us. So where do we go from that? I mean, if you have had the hurts and, and they've been healed, I mean, is that the end of the story? No. That's the beginning of the story. Because the third word in this uh, tri-word message that I'm giving to you this morning is hope. Do you know that that's what this program is about? This is where we have a platform with those people who have faced hurts, who have know God's healing or in the middle of God's healing, come to the show to share the hope that they have in Christ. This is what my ministry is all about and what I want my ministry to always be about, a place where we can truly acknowledge the hurts that we felt, the deep pain, so that God can heal them. But then to take that other step to realize that there is there is a true purpose in the pain that God has gotten us through. That's what makes all of us so significant in our world, friends. So No matter what you've been through, no matter the struggles you've had, it doesn't matter how you've been abused or even if you have been an abuser. If you have an addiction or if you're dealing with someone with addiction, no matter what it is in your life, God promises to use that beyond anything we could ever imagine. But here's the secret. We must share our stories. We bring our hurts. God begins to heal. But we must have a place that we can articulate the goodness of God and what he has done for us. And, friends, that is what I promise you, that you will always hear on this radio Network and especially on My program you will hear stories Of God's hope that Will make God real and visible To you and practical In a way that you can See how God can manifest Himself even in Your darkest times even in The brokenness that you thought Would could serve for no good Reason this Is your Platform of hope This is where you will hear stories of people who will be real and raw with you. They will not put on a fake smile or tell you just a great and grand story without telling you the dark times and the hurt, because that is what will connect us. And so that's what I want us to do. You know, sometimes people will say, well, why should I do that? Why is that so important? Because you become a voice of hope to those who are hopeless. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us if you, after this show, if you want to grab your Bible and if you want to turn over to Revelations, as I'm turning in my Bible now, if you go into the book of Revelations, the last book in the Old Testament, you're probably very familiar with it. But if you'll go to chapter 12, verse 11, here is why it's so important for shows and, and stations like Up To Me Radio to be a part of our world because the stories of hope matter. They do a work. Listen to this. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. They, being the people in our world, they triumph over the enemy, over the hard times, over the troubles. They triumph in two ways, by the blood of the lamb, that is a relationship with Jesus, and by the word of the testimonies of others, friends, this is the picture we see in John four, where we see the Samaritan woman who was so hurt, and yet God brought a healing into her life, and she didn't just sit on it, she ran back to her community and John four and tells the story, and when you get to John four verse thirty nine it shows how God used her to partner with him the blood of the lamb and the telling of her testimony. And the Bible tells us in verse 39, let me find it right here. It says, um, all those that she came in contact with all that she ran back, she became a voice of hope and they accepted Christ. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him, believed in Jesus because of this woman's testimony. That's the power of your testimony, if you have a, if you have a, a story, a testimony that you'd like to share on this radio station, please contact me. That is what I want to do. This season, we'll be using uh, many, many uh, stories already lined up from from actresses, from actors, from authors, from pastors, you know that we are going to share the stories like the Samaritan woman, like my story, like your story that once Jesus begins the healing, that we no longer have to live with shame, guilt, and regret, but we live with a forgiveness and an unconditional love to tell the story of what God has done for us. Oh my goodness. Are you as excited about this new season as I am? I can just tell you this from me, Kim and up to me radio. This podcast is dedicated to being a platform of personal stories from everyone that I know, from anyone that wants to share their story, this will be the place. So how about we just get started? Are you ready for season five? Oh, I'm so excited about what God is going to do. Now, I want to remind you, as a listener, you have a part in this. I want you to contact me. I want you to tell us what you're thinking. I want you to... to, register in our show. I want you to go to Up To Me Radio. I want you to be a part of this. Join us in this. We are going to be better as you become a part of this. Conversations of friends. You are my friend. We follow one another. We talk to each other. And we're going to glorify God together in our stories because we are going to be the voice of hope. So today, I am so excited to tell you that we have a pre-taped testimony with the one and only Alex Kendrick. Now, you're going to remember him as one of the brothers of the Kendrick brothers who have the award-winning movies such as Overcomer, uh, The War Room. There's so many. Alex and Stephen have been guests on the show before, and you probably are very aware of that, and with the two... Movies that have just come out, the interview was done before the movies come out, but you're still going to get some behind the scenes, some reasons why. But you're going to be inspired not only by what these Kendrick brothers do, but because of who they are, the deep-seated faith, their story, and how much they love the Lord. So, friends, can I just thank you again for joining me. Let's make Season 5 the best season ever as we get ready now to go in and listen to Alex Kendrick. Thank you so much. So delighted to welcome Alec for joining us today. Uh,
1: Thank you, Kim. It's great to be with you.
0: Well, it's always a delight to have this time with you. Um, You know, before we get started, I do, again, want to thank you for being here, and I want to thank you for continuing to do what you all are doing, which is promoting and producing and writing these incredible films and these family-friendly, faith-based pieces of work that encourage us, and like you said in one of your intros, it takes takes pulls the heart out of us, reworks it a little bit, and puts it back in us and, and makes us stronger for the, the sake of Christ. So I just want to thank you for, for continuing to do that. For our audience today, Alex, could you just go back and just tell us, how did you, get, how did you all get started in this film uh, production that you do?
1: You know, for about eight years of our childhood, we did not have a television And so once in a while, our parents would take us to see a family-friendly film in the theater. So that made it a very special event for us because it was rare and it was a big deal. I remember looking at the screen thinking, I must do this one day. And, And I feel like the Lord wired me to use the avenue of storytelling to minister to people. And so as I got older, we began learning about telling stories through videos and then eventually, you know, feature films. And so my brothers jumped in to help me. And uh, my parents were praying for us the whole time, uh, just that God would capture our hearts and that whatever we did with our lives would be honoring to Him. So we had praying parents, and um, and then as we got into college and seminary, uh, began telling stories at at that point in short video form, and of course that led to the the full length feature. So we're just grateful for it. We're grateful for um, what the Lord's allowed us to do, and we hope to touch a lot of lives along the way.
0: Well, you certainly have. And, you know, that right there is just a message to the parents to really be able to be engaged and, and know uh, what your kids are, how they're kind of, uh, what they love and how they're, uh, the position of their heart and be able to feed that and encourage that. So that's a lesson within its own, isn't it, <laughs> to be able to see that. Well, let me just tell you, let's let's just start with what uh, this, this re-releasing of Courageous. We are moving into, my husband and I are moving into a new home. And so this was the first movie that we rewatched last night. What, what a movie. Tell us what, why you decided to uh, do a re-release of this incredible movie.
1: You know, it's been about 10 years since Courageous came out in theaters. And we became aware as we approached the 10-year anniversary that there's another generation of parents that have had kids that did not have kids 10 years ago. And the biblical principles presented in Courageous are just as applicable today as they were then. We then had the idea of filming new scenes where you get to see where these characters ended up a decade later. So we got the cast and crew back mm-hmm. together and prayed together and came up with some new scenes that we shot. And so then we went back and remastered the, the original movie, New Color new music, new additional scenes and shots in the film, and then the brand new ending. So when you see it in the theater, it might look familiar if you saw the original version, but it, this is going to be very fresh with some surprising twists at the end. And so this is definitely the best version of Courageous, and we hope that it inspires a, a new generation of parents, uh, especially fathers, to take the mantle of mm-hmm. spiritual leadership in their home and to nurture the hearts of their children to honor the Lord and to... Um, and to live honorable lives. So we we just can't wait to see what God does with it.
0: I'll tell you what, it is a movie. You're either laughing hysterically or you're just sobbing into your Kleenex, and it's all all good. It comes out with such a powerful message. May I ask you about one scene, Alex? The one about, and there's so many of them. I mean, I, I think about the the, uh, the car scenes that you have, the stunts that you do in there. I'm just thinking, how did they do that? You know, that just captures my mind. But the scene that I just, I'm, I'm sure you probably ask about this a lot, but when you do your side of the dance, how, t- tell us about that, how difficult that must have been.
1: Yeah, in, in the movie, my character is at a bank, just making a quick uh, uh errand to the bank and his daughter hears a song on the radio and hops out of the car uh onto the little grassy area next to the bank and tries to get her dad to dance with her and uh, of course he's thinking we're at a bank and this is a parking lot and and this is uh this is not the place to dance he's a little embarrassed to do it so he doesn't and then later on in the movie you know uh this without giving too much away but he he uh loses his daughter and, uh, and she passes away, and then he realizes, I should have taken that opportunity to dance with her. And so he drives to that same location, and he does his side of the mm-hmm. dance by himself, except this time he doesn't care what people think. He doesn't mind who's watching yeah. him. He just kind of does that. And when we filmed it, I did worry, is this going to be powerful or is it going to be really cheesy? But when we began screening mm-hmm. the movie, oh, my goodness, the the emotional impact wow. in the room was just incredible. And so uh, there there's some uh, fathers that came to me afterwards and have since come to me over the last decade and said that scene reminded me, do not take your mm-hmm. opportunities with your kids for granted. You know, love your kids, mm-hmm. be there for them, purposefully give them your attention, uh, be very strategic mm-hmm. and intentional with how you teach them and lead them, and um, because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so... Uh, So I was grateful for how it turned out. You know, we we dedicate each of our movies to the Lord, and so when I when I saw what the Lord was doing on a number of levels with the film, I I was just I was very very grateful.
0: Oh yeah, it was amazing. There's so many. You know, one of the things my husband and I talked about was just the multi-levels, the multi-lessons that you all seem to be able to intertwine into each of the movies so that any generation, any age group, any denomination walks away, you know, with a powerful lesson. And so that, that, you know, just... Again, goes back to shows the anointing of God. It's as good as the Kendrick brothers are. You know, God comes in and He makes that anointing that just you know it's God's work, and so it's powerful. And um, I can't even imagine the hours of prayer that goes into this. Well, Alex, let's just move right along because I just I really wanted our audience and to understand why you're doing that, why they need to go back. I can't imagine what the ending's going to be. I just cannot wait to see it. But I also want to uh, tell my friends who listen to us that, which, by the way, 49% of our listeners are men. So, men, listen up because this is amazing what's coming out on September 10th. And for your moms, get your husbands, get your sons, all of you go together. I'm actually planning a big home event. Last year in Baltimore, I rented out theaters um, for your your release. But this time I'm going to do it in my home, I think. But it's called Show Me the Father. And I was uh, very blessed at NRB a couple months ago to be able to see this with Joe Batagley and Stephen Kendrick and, and was able to uh, stay afterwards and have some really good discussion about it. Wow, show me the father. You talk about the twists and the turns and the lessons and the inspiration and the motivation and the challenge. Uh, this movie is unbelievable. Alex, will you just t- take a minute and tell us, what, what was the inspiration behind this? I, I, I feel like I know, but to our audience, what, what inspired this?
1: When we finished shooting the movie Overcomer uh, a couple of years ago, my brother Stephen came to me and he said, man, Alex, I, in my prayer time I keep feeling like God is saying I have stories to tell uh, from a fatherhood perspective that would directly reflect God as our heavenly father. And I said, okay, what's the Lord saying to you? So we began praying about it. And the next thing I know, the Lord is bringing us these incredible fatherhood stories, true stories, uh, from different vantage points of fatherhood. Uh, they're true stories. Uh, there's really five stories in this, in this documentary. One is of a great father. One is with a father who was there but not really um, uh, active in his children's lives. One, one did not have a father at all. Uh, then there's a story of adoption. And you get you get to look mm-hmm. at fatherhood from these different vantage points. And then we, we tie into God as our perfect father. Because all of us long mm-hmm. for a father's blessing. We long for the love of a father. And if we didn't have it, there's a scar and a wound there. But that can be healed. And so we talk about God as our perfect father. And then we inspire fathers from this point on to take certain steps in their and their walk with the, with the Lord and with their children. And, you know, it's never too late to forgive. It's never too late to um, be reconciled. And so even when people think, no, there's no way I can do that, we've seen miracles happen. So this movie has every bit the entertainment, the, the emotion, the surprise, the twist that a normal feature film might have. So we think not only are you going mm-hmm. to be ministered to, but you're going to be inspired when you see this film. And we think it's going to bring healing to a lot of people as well. So Show Me the Father comes out September 10th. You can actually go to com and get more information, including what theaters or it's going to have. Uh, we're loading up those theaters in the coming weeks. But can't wait to see what God
0: mm-hmm. does with it. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about, you know, I was amazed with the statistics. Um why is it so important? Let's talk about that word fatherhood. You know, when, when you say that, what, what does that mean to you? And why is that so important to spend? Because you've spent tons of money, effort, lots to go into this, this one role, which is why is that so, why is so important to our society as we are living today?
1: We get our first idea of God the Father from our earthly father, you know, if our earthly father was distant, we imagine God to be distant. If our earthly father was loving and nurturing, we imagine God to be loving and nurturing. So, our first concept of father comes from our dads. So, if he wasn't there, mm-hmm. most people have a negative view of God. If they didn't feel loved growing up, then they question whether God loves them. So, it's crucial that an earthly father that tone by telling their kids in some form or fashion, I love you, I'm proud of you, I'm grateful you're my child, I'm here for you. Now, again, there's no perfect dad, mm-hmm. but we do have a perfect heavenly mm-hmm. father. So what this movie talks about, if you have a father wound, if you've been scarred by your yeah. father, then you have to learn how to differentiate between what your earthly father was like and what God is like. And so we talk about that in this Mm -hmm. film, that God is perfect in his love, his mercy, his forgiveness, his faithfulness, his grace, and that he wants a relationship with us. He's not a distant God that is just watching with his arms folded. He loves us. He wants that relationship Mm -hmm. with us. And so when, when you begin understanding that and figuring that out, it changes the way. He doesn't just become God. He becomes Father. And so we all want a good relationship mm-hmm. with, a, with a father. So this, that's why I, say, I said this movie brings a lot of healing and hope to a lot of people who may have had unresolved issues with their dads or had a terrible dad. And so this movie, I think, mm-hmm. is going to bring a lot of healing to a lot of people.
0: You know, you put a lot of the personal stories of the Kendricks in there, which I think is, um, I loved. I think most people will. Uh, what, what caused you to decide to do that?
1: Well, there's two aspects in our family's life. And, and, and later in the movie, you'll see a piece of our family, how we grew up. You know, We have uh, several other stories uh, from various vantage mm-hmm. points. But in my family, um, my father, Larry Kendrick, did not have a good dad mm-hmm. himself. My grandfather was an alcoholic. He was not faithful. He was often gone from home for days at a time. and We didn't know where he was. And so it was not until late in his life. That he came to faith in Jesus Christ And gave his heart to God But by that time a lot of damage had been done So my father Larry Kendrick um, My grandfather's son of course um, He had to get to a mm-hmm. point Where he said that, uh, God I don't want These attributes to continue To my sons Lord would you help me to start a new chain Of events in my family where I do not Repeat these, This alcoholism the, you know, the, the drugs, the unfaithfulness I don't want to repeat that in my family so my father had to start a new legacy and break that chain of behavior. And I'm so grateful for mm-hmm. that. But in the process, he had to overcome a lot. And so uh, we talk about that story and, uh, and then we, we see the ramifications of a dad who says, I'm going to bring a new legacy to my family. And even though it's hard and he had a poor uh, father example himself, my, my dad said, uh, Lord Jesus, would you help me to be the father my, my son's need?" So when I grew up, I didn't see the alcoholism and the drugs and the unfaithfulness. I saw a man that was striving to honor God in all that he did, even with multiple sclerosis, which he was diagnosed with. And so I was able to pass on those good attributes to my children. And so it can be done. It's hard, but it can be done, and that's some of the hope and healing that we talk about in this film.
0: That's what I love, the hope and the healing. So, Alex, what you're saying is, I mean, like if I'm if I'm a dad and I'm listening to this and I'm going, Yeah, but you don't understand, I blew it. My kids are adults, I so blew it or, you know, for whatever reason they they they're not a part of their their children's lives, you know, and they're just not they're not seeing any hope in this. What you're saying is is it doesn't matter that there's always hope. Talk to that about that for just a minute.
1: We serve a God who can do the impossible. And for many of you listening, you're thinking there is no possible way I could have a relationship with my dad. We are estranged or I'm angry or bitter with him, and perhaps he has already passed on. But the Lord is the God of the impossible, and he can bring healing. He can bring restoration. uh, He can bring reconciliation. He can do things that we know are impossible. And uh, that's what he gets glory from. You know, he is the God who walks on water mm-hmm. and divides the sea. He's the God who brings manna from heaven and and, um, and healing to the blind and the deaf. And, and that is his business. And we serve a God who's in the business of resurrecting dead things. And so mm-hmm. uh, this movie reminds us of that. This movie reminds that with God all things are possible, as Jesus said, and to trust him with some of these areas. And it also gives us a fresh perspective on who God is as father, not just God, but as father. And so that's what I'm excited about the impact this movie has already made and what it will make when it hits theaters. And um and again it's worth seeing. I encourage everyone out there to, to check it out. Show me the father September tenth.
0: Absolutely. And I would encourage everyone to take you know, if you can, get your families together. You know, that that would be amazing. Um you know, take take the family. Take as many as you can because Boy, the discussion that can happen after this, and the, I believe it's just going to open up conversation um, that will, there's so many points in it, that, and so much hope and, and so much realness. One of the things that I love is you talk about it throughout the movie. You see it, you talk about it, you begin to understand the blessing of the Father, what a Father is, the importance of it. But then you come back and you show how. We see real examples of a father giving blessings in many ways but it, it opens the door. So there are not many questions. That I don't know of any questions that are less unanswered on the importance and how to, how to make this happen within your own family. And it's just like the movie says, Alex, is that every dad wants to be the best dad. Every mom wants to be the best mom. Sometimes we just don't know how to get there. So this film really is a path, a biblical path for all of us to, to see that. And it's going to be um, such a powerful tool in our families. And, boy, don't our families right now need intense healing in the world in which we live today?
1: We sure do. And uh, I would say most people out there have some form of scar or wound from their upbringing. And, of course, it could be at various yes. levels. And so, But we serve a God mm-hmm. who wants to heal that, wants to restore that, and, uh, and wants to give us a, a, a new day. In that area of our life. And so don't don't come to the movie thinking it's going to be painful for you. Come expecting a level of healing. Come expecting uh, to leave with hope. Uh, That's the God that we serve and that's the story we want to tell.
0: Oh my gosh, yes, it and It gives it renews that hope of gosh, it's not too late. I can do this. And there are scenes in the movie, you know, even if your father has passed away, there's there's a guide in the movie that shows you how to reach out for healing. It it shows how to let your fathers off the hook. I mean, there's, I mean, you literally feel renewed in. Okay, you know, it, it is literally not too, too late. I feel like that, that's one of the ways the enemy uses, I know in women's ministry, when I do the blessing of the women with what I do with women, you know, one of the greatest lies that the enemy gives to us is it's just too late. And so this movie proves that it's not. And that we can, we are empowered to, uh, like your, like your dad did. That we're empowered to say we're going to break this chain, and that future generations are going to benefit from um, the hard work that I'm doing to redirect my family in living for Christ. So before we, I know we're. Uh, about to run out of time. Let me ask you this. We all love behind the scenes. You know, tell me, was there a scene that, that just cracked you all up or you just had so much fun making or you just giggled out loud? There, there are some really funny scenes in this too. So give us a behind the scenes uh, of something that we wouldn't know unless you told us.
1: Well, wow, you know, uh, reviewing some of our early footage when we were young is always fun because it not only brings back memories, but sometimes you have to roll your eyes at yourself. <laughs> and uh, so seeing some of those <laughs> early scenes is, is great, and uh, and we share some of that in the film. Uh, and also, uh, the, you're, you're going to see some of our family life. You're going to see a little bit of the uh, unfiltered – and when I say unfiltered, I don't mean offensive, but just unfiltered – uh, family yeah. life uh, of, of what it was like uh, in our family and growing up so uh, it, it's fun it's fun to go through that that sort of thing and, and so for anybody that loves our other films if you liked Facing the Giants Fireproof or Courageous or or a War Room or Overcomer I think you're going to really like this film because we touch on all of those how they were made what inspired us to do it and how our own how our mm-hmm. own father Larry Kendrick uh, it has kind of a role in each of those that most people didn't uh, didn't realize, and so yes. it's good. And, and, again, I just want to yeah. say, do, do, when you come see it, don't limit God. Do not limit and assume yeah. that God can or can't do something. Uh, come with an expectation mm-hmm. that God's going to speak to your heart, and if you come and say, God, would you use this movie to speak to my life? He will.
0: Mm, without without a doubt at any age uh, whether it be a father or a son or a grandfather or even on the female side as well so let's let's end our um our time on this i know our time is running out, alex you know one of the things and i listened to your interviews of course i've watched all the movies i'm very honored to be able to uh know you all on a You know, when we go to NRB to recognize you, be able to spend a little bit of time with uh, Joe Battaglia and and you all, and so it's just it's fun to be able to see you know the lives behind the movies. One of the things that I just love is how much you talk about prayer life, and and, in one of the interviews, I think uh, maybe even Stephen said this. Maybe it was when y'all were winning the awards at the Dev Awards for War Room, but. You know, we all want to feel that we are, that we are significant. We all, everyone that's listening wants to know, well, you know, I want to do my part. Yeah, the Kindreds are doing that and that's great, but I want to do what I'm supposed to do. One of the things that you all said was get anything out of your life that grieves the Holy Spirit and watch what God does in your life you know could you just end this interview by talking to uh, the listeners about you know we each have a plan we each have a purpose and and how to just really you know how to t- how to take that stand and pray to receive what you all receive the direction the guidance um uh, in and everything that you do to create these films
1: i'm going to share two verses with you that are uh... Are very uh, special for me. One is Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, and that basically is when God says, "If you seek me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart." And that tells me don't mm. don't walk with God just casually, or don't make your relationship with God a by the way thing. Make it essential to your daily life, because when you seek God, He promises He will be found. And and so the other one is James four eight, where He says, "Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you." On a daily basis, as I, as I spend time with the Lord, make him a priority, I notice how he, his fingerprints are all over the things that I do in my life. And there's nothing that can compare to God's blessing and favor and direction over what we do. I'd rather have God's hand on mm-hmm. something I do than a million dollars. You know, so my relationship with God is priority number one. So I would say make God your priority. Wake up in the morning and spend Mm -hmm. intentional time with him and seek him. Because he says, when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. So if you've ever wondered, what's God Mm -hmm. doing? Where is he in my life? He says, when you seek me, you'll find me. In other words, he wants to be found. So, that, that encourages me so much. So when I seek the Lord, he's there for me, and when I draw near to him, he draws near to me. But, again, he doesn't force himself on you. He's, he's, he's God, but he's also a gentleman, but he wants your heart. When he has your heart, your life will completely change. And so you seek the Lord through Jesus Christ and watch what he does.
0: Absolutely. And that's for all of us, listener. That's for you. You know, it begins with that relationship with jesus you know you you receive him you believe him you believe in him but you believe him for your life and that's that's where it starts and that's that's how you become the father you've always wanted to be the mom you've always wanted to be the person that you want to be but more than anything you become a child of god and that is why we see what we see in the Kendrick brothers through the family through their love for them the way they pray and the anointing falls on it, and then we are all the benefactors of that. Alice Kendrick, thank you again so much. As we conclude, will you tell our audience one more time um, when, uh, when the movies are coming out and, and any preview information that they can go to to get more excited about this?
1: So we have two movies coming out this fall. One is called Show Me the Father, and it comes out September the 10th. You can go to ShowMeTheFatherMovie.com for more information. And the other one is Courageous Legacy, the special edition with new scenes of our original movie Courageous. It's the 10th anniversary of the original release. Courageous Legacy comes out October the 15th, and you can go to
0: CourageousTheMovie.com for more information. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here with us and friends of coffee thank you for joining us hey i'll meet you at the theaters let's all let's all go and then afterwards that week afterwards let's get on facebook and let's all talk about it because there's going to be lots to talk about lots of hope to be spread so friends thank you so much for joining us for coffee alex thank you again so much for joining us
1: yeah great to Thanks. talk to you god bless you. to learn
0: more about ken's books teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, please visit kimcrable.com.